Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire-Johnson. All right, Kenya, we are back for another episode. We are back, Will. How are you? I am making it. I wouldn't <laughs> say that I'm fantastic yet, oh, but I'm making darn it. darn it, darn it. <laughs> <sighs> well, I will take making it. You know, you could say you're not making it, and then that that would not yeah be yeah. Good. Well, that, so what I'll that take it? Nah, that wouldn't be the truth. I got up this morning. Uh, I got food, clothing, and shelter, and yep. uh, you know, I got family and friends. You know, that's and you know, got power lights. <laughs> and you water. got power lights. You got some food. You got so you yeah. know, gotta you gotta appreciate what you got. Absolutely. And it's totally fine to have a less than fantastic day. That's completely oh, yeah. <laughs> no judgment zone there. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. What's what they say, the, the vicissitudes of life. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm glad, you know, it's 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 good that we're today. We're just focusing on you and I and and we don't have any special guests so we can. You know, it can be a little bit more cathartic. It's all right. We don't we uh, <laughs> we can be we can be more into our own stuff. Right. Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that's that's uh this is a blessing, actually, that we're at episode 41. Yes, we are. Actually, no. We're, oh, yeah, you're right. We're at episode 41. 41. Yeah. You know what happened? I had typed um, an error. I had put 49 <laughs> in our last thing. I, I saw that. <laughs> and so then I was like, me. oh, today we're at episode 50. It's like, no, you're not. You're not yeah. at episode 50, Chick. Yeah. No. We'll, we'll be so, there soon. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yep, but, but yes, no, we yep. are at episode 41 and we are creeping very closely to our anniversary episode. Yes. So this, yep. this has been a year and um, I'm really excited about today's topic because I think it's important when you come to anniversaries and so forth and, you know, certain milestones that you reflect and, you know, you look at what you did right and then you mm -hmm. look at those areas that you could do better and so i think today's topic um the common mistakes these top 10 mistakes that we um make <laughs> as yep. independent artists and independent musicians it's this is good timing because we can reflect on it and then make some actions and some plans but before we get into that we always you always bring us something really amazing in terms of a music tip. So this won't be any different. This won't be a different day. What, what yeah. you got for us? <laughs> it's, uh, well, it's not super amazing. If, if for some people who are already know it and are already using it, uh, uh, my students actually, and that's, that's, like I said, the great thing about being a teacher, your students teach you. Um, yes, yes. They uh, hit me to GarageBand on your iPhone. Oh, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I was not aware. And, oh, you uh, didn't know? No, no, no. no. Oh, I, yes. I knew that there were programs because uh, I'm not a, you know, iPhone. I'm Android. You're sorry. Not a, I know. He's a droid boy. I'm, yeah, I'm okay. a droid. Um, <laughs> so. Droid um, man, not droid boy. Droid man. Dang droid it. Man. Okay, go ahead. Droid man. <laughs> and so, yeah, the, uh, the garage band on your iPhone um, is actually pretty good. In fact, one of my students who has really good uh, production skills 
um, he actually hit me to his process and he records his vocals on his iPhone in GarageBand. Mm-hmm. Um, he knows his settings and he's been able to mix uh, pretty well. And they, they sound great, actually. They, I mean, he did. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's wild that I'm saying it because I'm a I'm a, <laughs> I'm a mix nerd. And but he's done a great job in creating his own settings and uh, and getting his vocals right. Uh, of course, he knows how to find a, 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 a room that's that's padded and doesn't have a lot of the reverb echo and everything. But <clears throat> it's amazing. I was like, OK, well, uh, yeah. this is my music tip. <laughs> so, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it, Apple like kind of just for music, I think for musicians like on the go type, it, it is amazing between your iPhone, your iPad. I mean, Um, I have it on my iPad. I mean, it is. And I, whenever I'm doing um, vocal scratches, I'm not comfortable with, you know. Yeah, I I wouldn't be comfortable. Yeah. But for for (laughs) demos. Yeah, for demos all the time. That's how I did my whole project before is I did GarageBand demos vocally, sent them to the producers so they get an idea. Um, As I'm, I'm actually starting to work on some new stuff now and just, just did it again. So, you know, yeah. So don't be, if you have an iPhone out there, I, I would say most artists probably, if you're a newer person, particularly singers or vocalists, mm-hmm. and you don't even realize that, you know, you can get, you don't have to just go to voice memo. You can actually uh, go to GarageBand, which gives you a quality app that makes yeah, the sound. Right. It uses yeah. a, exactly. So the sound is, is really good. So perfect. Good tip. Good tip. All right. Well, um, did you want to start or do you want me to get started? I know, right? Well, let's let, I'll let you, since you're having the just making it day, we're going to let you go first. (laughs) We're going to honor Dr. William Smith. No, yeah, I'll let you kick it off. (laughs) I want you to feel special. You feel special. (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah. Um, Top five uh, mistakes that uh, independent artists make. Oh, this and, is top five from you. And excuse then me. I'm, yeah, sorry. Yeah, actually, top ten. Actually, it's a, it's a top ten, right? So we'll go back and forth. So, yeah. Top ten mistakes. Um, I guess along the lines of what we just talked about with the uh, music tip is getting a proper mix and mastered version of your project. That's, uh, I've seen that over, over the years. I've, you know, seen heard many projects and and even when i was booking um bet uh restaurant and people would send me their their projects and all oh, the artwork is lovely and everything is nice and then i listen to the cd and it's like okay <laughs> yeah you should have had this uh at least mastered better i mean you know the, but mixing yeah. is is a very important step but mastering is is like super important Right. And what, why, and just so that people understand, why is mastering super important? Mastering is super important because what it does, it makes your music and that, that one track, but also the album a lot fuller and it gives it more presence in any sound system. And it also makes things sound good across all sound systems. So on your computer, on your car system, whatever, your house stereo system. So, Mastering is is pretty much the art and science of of making your track sound as full and optimal as possible, and uh, and that's you know it's a crucial step and it's also 
um, when, when you have an album, it makes all of your tracks sound the same, sound the same level. And right. if you go from like high sound to low sound, the next track, and it's just really, uh, it's, it's unprofessional, but it's, it's, it's more than that. It's uh, it's annoying to any listener when they have to keep turning the volume up, <laughs> you know, for your next yes, track. Yes, <laughs> that's that is the bottom line right there. If you have an album, or if you notice that when you play the album on this system, it sounds you know it sounds all right, but then when you go to this system, oh, that album doesn't sound as good. But then when I right. go to that system, and so that is you know now granted certain systems you know, depending on what system you're using, it may be the system, you know, but a right. lot of times if, it, if things are not properly, you know, engineered, then yes, it's going to kind of, it becomes system dependent and volume becomes an issue, fullness, um, uh, you know, the, the, the lowness and the highness, you know, of the frequencies and stuff. I mean, yeah. And, and I actually was just talking to someone about this and, mm. and had the person go and listen to I, I told them to go listen to an artist album who I think is just beautifully mastered, right. insanely wonderfully mastered, which I found out why, because Bernie Grunman was the person who mastered his project. Mm. Actually, Bernie Grunman mastered mine. And Bernie Grunman okay. is the man who um, was behind most of Michael Jackson's albums, Prince's albums. I mean, he's just Star Wars. Like, I mean, he's got this ridiculous yeah. record, but he's actually very accessible because um, he still takes independent artists as well. And, um, yeah, I was able to, I mean, just complete honor, not only have him master, I sat in the session, sat in the session with him. So it was an all day situation, but it was, it really taught me a lot about the process, but I had the person listen to that so that they could hear the difference and then have them listen to, you know, another production that I thought was poorly mastered and mixed Mm-hmm. And they, you know, to, to so that you really because you when you when you get a poor and a really good and you put them together and listen, then you're like, aha. Uh, yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. So, so that's okay. that's uh, one of mine. Did you want to go or you want me to keep going until I, I can do go? All? I will go okay. back and forth. That's go fine. Ahead. And, cool. you know, part of having a good mastering and mixing is that means you're going to have to invest. And so this is one of my, I think, a common mistake is that independent artists um, and musicians don't, they, they lack investment um, or they inappropriately invest or they over, they unnecessarily invest right. <laughs> and not really understanding what to, what requires more investment, what requires less. Um, I feel like when I'm coaching clients, I'm hearing more and more um, money's being thrown in ways that I'm like, you're not even ready for that yet. Right, Let's right. use the money over here to make sure we've got a really tight project. You know, we're not going to have a tight release party with food balloons and we spent all this money and we didn't properly mix <laughs> right, right. <laughs> or master. So I, I see that as a, you know, we've, we've got a, and, and that's an education process is understanding right. where your investment should be. Um, also not investing in your development. Um, you know, you want to have, you want to make all this money, but you're not willing to put any money and you only want free stuff for your yep. development. Nope. Yep. Don't work like that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't work like that. If you want to get to the next level, that means you've got to invest on a next level and, and be mentored in that process so that, um, you understand. Cause I think a lot of times we just don't even know what is a, what is a wise investment versus what is a poor investment. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yeah, and I think along those lines, my my next one, uh, it's it's definitely an investment situation where if you're going to the studio and you haven't spent the time to prep your songs or your band, uh, then you're wasting money <laughs> in the studio. Yep. yep. So uh, really spend the time to uh, to rehearse. Um, even if it because because rehearsal space is cheaper than studio space. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it yep. that way. Buy a whole lot. <laughs> so uh, just spend the time rehearsing, uh, locking everything in. Um, and even if you have to pay your musicians, you know, a little bit extra for the for the rehearsal session, uh, just really lock in what you're doing. Now, um, the way I got around that with my my recordings I use my gigs as my rehearsal. So, oh, uh, absolutely. Gigs are rehearsal. Yeah. Let me and, tell you what. Okay, that might be one of our mistakes. Understand that, that they yeah. are rehearsal mode. They are to keep you developing, you know, yeah. smaller shows. When you're like, oh, I'm just background. That's perfect. Ooh, that's such beautiful rehearsal, you know, uh, dress yeah. rehearsal. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, that, it, and that was the yeah. thing. We, we, would, we would gig. Um, cause I, cause I had great musicians. So, I mean, my, the musicians I, I have on my recording, they're out with everybody, you know, touring the world right now. So, um, mm-hmm. they, they can read and they, they can pick up things fast. So, uh, mm-hmm. when I first started teaching them the material, um, we would play some stuff on the gig and then, you know, on a, on a dull moment where there's not a lot of people focused on us and we had a lot yep. of restaurant gigs and stuff like that. Yep. So it's yep. the, the attention on you is not the same. Uh, you know, we would we would play new stuff and run through it yep. and and it would be, you know, that would be the learning moment. And then after so many times doing that, we could go in and cut the record. You know, it was yep. it was uh, an, an opportunity to get paid to rehearse. <laughs> yep. No. And that's that is real. I hope people really are paying attention to that because everything you just said, I mean, I do the exact same thing. And I, we, I just had a studio session and it's a song that, you know, we've done many times, um, that we just didn't have it recorded and we Mm. wanted to kind of shift it a little bit for the recording, but you know, we still did a rehearsal. We did Mm -hmm. an actual rehearsal and it was funny because yeah, I think probably the sound engineer (laughs) at the studio was surprised. We were like, all right, we're good. Like, you know, we were done in an hour, (laughs) you know, it might've been less, you know, it was, it was, it was, you know, it took longer to do the setup in the studio. Honestly, I think that it did to go do the takes. Um, and no vocals were on that. That was just for the musicians, but, um, yeah. All right. So absolutely don't, don't waste that time. Um, speaking of time, my next tip is, uh, poor timing for promotion mm. of your, of your shows. Um, so I'm not really talking about, I mean, there is one thing where just poor promotion where you're just not promoting right, right. <laughs> anything <laughs> and wondering why, you know, you're like, well, I posted last week. Okay. But you have to understand the way people scroll through emails, the way they scroll through social media. I mean, that one little thing, it, you know, I would say probably 70% of people are missing. Yep. So, um, you know, timing, if you know, you have a show, you have an event, and artists, I know we struggle with this because we don't want to feel like it's just me, 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 me all the time. However, you have to understand the general public or the general followers or the general whatever. 
they have lives. They're doing their own individual things. Mm -hmm. And so while they love you, when they see you and when they think of you, you're just not always on their mind. Okay. So you have to be able to time things in a way where if you know you have a show that's a show that's very dependent on ticket sales or dependent on attendance and you're really wanting people to be out there, you can't post the morning of your show, hey, come and see me tonight. You know, and so then what happens is you get all these comments, what? I didn't know. You know I'd be there. Oh, girl, I'm going to try. I mean, so you see all of that because you didn't talk about it. So it's really important when you know something is coming up, it's going to feel overwhelming to post frequently. I'm going to tell you that now. Okay. It's not going to feel natural. So stop waiting for it to feel natural because it's not going to. (laughs) Yeah. Now, if it's an event where you just, you could care less if nobody shows up. Okay, you know, if it's a quick pop up or something, but if it's something that you're really wanting to have a good, you know, response back to investment, you have to yeah. invest in in that and and time that in a way that's that's really, you know, effective. Yeah, it's it's really getting ahead of of what of the energy if you want to look at it that way. It's uh it's actually you're giving yourself the opportunity to create momentum. And Exactly. And if exactly. there's if there's no momentum behind what you're doing, uh, then the payoff is not going to be there. So, uh, you know, if you just start a snowball at the bottom of the hill, it's not going to become, <laughs> it's not going to become this big, big, big thing. So right. you got to start the snowball at the top of the hill. At the top of the hill. And, you know, I, like I said, I think we a lot of times are waiting for things to feel natural and feel like, you know, I'm going to do it when the moment feel. Nope. This is where we have to put on our business hat because strategy has to become behind that. And I, I do want to add this real quick that these are tips. These are mistakes that we find people make. And just know that, you know, my creating Crimson, that's the whole reason I made creating Crimson. That's the whole reason why I created was this artist development um, agency is to pick out these things and help come up with a strategy. Right. So we're not going to just dump all this on you and say, have a good life. You know, obviously we'll talk at the end, how you can reach out to either one of us and um, we can help you figure this out and come up with a strategy. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and, and we've been there. We've all, we've all done, we've done these mistakes. So that's what I'm saying. (laughs) These are all mistakes we make. So that's why it was so easy to come up with them. You know, so yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, the one I have um, after that one is it's pretty much about getting paid uh, on the licensing side, Um, Mm -hmm. not signing up with your PRO uh, with BMI or ASCAP or CSAC. But uh, I think that's sort of the outlier, Uh, but Mm -hmm. BMI or ASCAP to get your royalties. And that is... um, I mean, if if you're out here trying to make mu- make music in the music industry, and in in today's world, licensing is pretty much one of the the only really ways to make decent money uh, yeah. on on your music. Yeah, and that's the that's the way you get paid nowadays because you're not getting paid for the sale anymore. It's streaming and that's all these other things. So you have to have your PRO set up. Yes. And I know that that 
feels a little confusing. Um, you know, that sounds and it's like, oh, ASCAP, BMI, which one do I pick? CSAC, you know, sound exchange is another one that you must, must, must in this right. day and age um, yeah. sign up for because it handles more online digital um, royalties. But um, along with, and I think you're going to mention this, the copywriting. Um, right, right, right. You know, you just being real quick to try to get stuff out there and you're not properly setting things up and you're doing it backwards and you're floundering and, you know, royalties are paid in um, retrospectively. So like if you do for some reason, it doesn't, you, you know, you don't sign up till later when you've already had something out, it, it will, it can go back to find that for you. But these are all things, you know, if you don't have any idea what that means, if it feels overwhelming, um, you have to go seek assistance with that. Okay. You have to, because this is like you just said, mm -hmm. this is financially, really the only ways that your original music is making substantive, at least, you know, right, money. Right. Um, and um, to, to, and, and it is overwhelming, you know, again, I know when I started this, I didn't know what I was doing and it's still to this day. I, you know, I have somebody who is my publishing administrator. So, and I know that, you know, Will does publishing yep. administration. These, these things are really 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 important for the business of your music yeah and and uh you know if you're trying to do it on your own um what what we do uh normally is for for copyrights uh you so, sort of wait until you have a catalog at least 10 songs uh before you start filing a copyright because it's 45 bucks and uh but i think the the major first step before you I mean, even before you get the copyright is, is sign up for your performer rights organization. That's what PRO stands for is your performer rights organization. Get, uh, get that down because, uh, you know, the, the legal stuff, the paperwork you can handle, you know, over time, but the money has to start to accrue before, you know, right. early. I mean, you got to get right. your stuff in early before the money can start accruing for you because you get paid right. at quarterly. So that's right. the, uh, that's the thing. So you want to get that done as fast as possible. Right, 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 right. All right, my next one. Okay, and um, so we were trying to, we kind of, we came up, well, my next one's kind of combined with one that Will had, so right, right. <laughs> I'm going to try to put it <laughs> succinctly, but um, we all want to be stars. I, I'm not going to say we all. I don't want to be a star, and I know many of you guys out there are not really out to star, but a lot of us, the way that, you know, music and entertainment is portrayed, it's very big in our society. It looks very shiny, very, you know, glamorous, very large. And so it's very easy to say, you know, I'm going to be, I want to perform at, you know, at House of Blues, you know, and this will be my first show that I'm going to do and it's going to be at the House of Blues. Right, right. And it's like, okay, but did you perform at McDonald's yet? Like, I mean, so, yeah. so... <laughs> <laughs> a big mistake is shooting for things that are bigger than where you are. And, and in that idea in your head that you're thinking, okay, I should be at level a, you know, which is at the top. And so then I start releasing my music in a way that I think will get me there creates this domino effect of wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Just a domino effect of mistakes. And so when we're shooting too high and we're not understanding, you know, how you even get to the high, then that a lot of times causes us to um, we're, we're already working from a false premise 
-hmm. So in the way that we're releasing music, um, becomes a problem as well. So, or the way that we're trying to get people to listen to our stuff becomes a problem as well. So I think this, while we are trying to combine it, I, there's kind of an A and B to this. In terms of booking, we've got, you got to develop guys. You got to start small. You got to, like when you were just talking about the smaller gigs where you're more background music, right, you know, right. that is the way that you develop. That's the way that you practice, you know, your originals and you practice some covers and you, you know, get into a rhythm with your band and so forth. And, you know, as you grow and as you've done more, because what what's happening in these bigger venues, they're looking to, they're not going to book you based on a dream that you have. You know, and, and we've talked about this a lot with booking. So, you know, shooting too high, too quick is a problem. And then the other problem, I'm still seeing this and I've talked so much about this, but it's still such a problem. And please email me. We can have a session so I can teach you and help you release your music properly. Okay. Um, trying to just drop albums when we've never even told anybody we were doing an album and then right. wonder why nobody is listening or buying our album is a problem. It's a real big problem. Or I'm going to, you know, release, you know, an album, but I haven't released a single or I'm going to, you know, release a single Thursday and then Friday I'm going to drop the album. <laughs> These right. are all wrong. That's not how you release music, guys. It's nope. a marketing strategy. There is a strategy. And um, I don't want to take up our whole podcast, but I promise you this is a critical piece to how much longevity you will have with your music. If you mm -hmm. release things improperly too soon, too fast, it's going to spin out too soon, too fast for the majority of people. Okay. So I know we see things go viral and that does happen on occasion, but even viral, you know, it dies down at some point. So, you know, really a big mistake is, is, is people not understanding the timing and I don't want to take up the whole podcast. So just, you have to contact me and we can talk about it because it's, it's critical. It's, it's yeah, so critical. Yeah. I think uh, a real quick way, succinct way of, of put wrapping your head around it. Uh, don't try to go too big too soon. Uh, and mm -hmm. when you, when you're booking yourself, um, cause you're, you're talking about a release, but we we just talked about the booking right, aspect the booking as well. Mm -hmm. Book mm -hmm. local, then national, then global. So yep. that's, and that's how I did it. That's how my group, I mean, we, we were just gigging locally in, in, in venues, restaurants, and then we got some national gigs, uh, New York and LA. And then I started doing the Caribbean tours. And, and so it was just, it grew. It just, and that's just how it does. It's, that's how it grows. Yes. Right. And, you know, honestly, I think when we, when, if you just look at other artists that you enjoy and that you follow and you just look at their path, it, it, it tells the story. Those who are successful and have longevity to their career. I mean, I just don't know really of any, because again, I'm not talking about the one hit wonder. I'm talking right. about the person with the longevity. If you just look at their career and how it happened, that's what that's why they can do these great shows like Unsung and Behind the Music and all that, because you just see that it starts usually from some type of humble beginning, <laughs> mm -hmm. very humble beginning. Um, and then it just it, it the momentum carries itself. Um, yep. And so, yes, with booking and it's the same thing, honestly, of releasing music. You, you have to start it. 
you 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 give you give it it has to have momentum as well and so you can't just release everything at one time because the normal person doesn't listen doesn't dig into things everything at one time from a new artist artist yep. okay so that's it all right so my other thing uh is that musicians artists do not have contracts <laughs> yep <laughs> and i well, I know what it is. It's, I'm not going to say I don't know what it is. I know what it is. It's that they don't want to, it's either they don't want to offend people. They think that it'll be, uh, it would offend somebody uh, that they pull out some contract and they think it'll kill the deal um, early and they're, it's introducing a different, uh, a bad vibe too early mm-hmm. into the mm-hmm. process. And, um, and I totally understand that. Uh, but what you have to also realize is that, if you present it in a good, wholesome, clean, uh, good feeling way that you will actually be more respected and everybody will be happy and the creation process will even, will go even better. Yes. Cause yep. and everybody I, I think is one of clear. our guests mentioned that I think, um, Daz yes. IQ right. mentioned how, the creative space, it frees up the creative space because we've taken care of the business. And yes. so we're not worrying about that. That's not overshadowing us. Um, yep. Yeah, no, the contract. And again, I think also people are intimidated by that and don't know exactly um, how to do that, how to create a contract, get a contract, what to do with it. Um, so this is another part of your development is you know understanding yeah. understanding there, there, there's a way to, to think about it. think about it in these terms um when you go to collaborate or whatever it is that you're you're trying to do that would need a contract just think ahead think like we said always work from the end think ahead what mm-hmm. would you what do you want uh as compensation from this project uh and what percentage are you willing to give up and right. Then from start from there, and then you you can you can go into the project knowing that okay I'm going to contribute fifty percent, or I'm going to contribute you know twenty percent. Mm-hmm. You just know what you're going to contribute because that's where that's where the paper is drawn, and right. so you know what effort to give. So if someone's only willing to give you ten uh, percent of a song, and you're going in there giving like your your last lung, um, <laughs> then <laughs> you know, I mean, and if you're happy with that, that's fine. But yeah. at, at least you, at least you know, you know what I mean. Is at least yeah. you have have a frame of reference. So yeah. I'm not saying you know half, half whatever what what you're doing. Don't be a good musician. Don't be a good artist. Um, I'm just saying awareness is uh, is is clarity. <laughs> and, exactly. and it just and you feel better. Right. So, and 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 you said this, and I just want to underline it. You know, it 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 enhances or highlights your commitment and your professionalism to things. You know, contracts just basically indicate this is business, and so I take this seriously, yes. and it's objective. You know what I mean? It's not subjective. It's not. Well, I think no. This is just. It is what it is. What it is, and you know, and this is the terms. Um. So yeah. Yeah. All right. I think I just have one more on my okay. end. Um, huh, the the lovely social media 
<laughs> oh God, the mistakes. That is a podcast in itself. All the mistakes that we all make with social media. But I think with artists, two things with the social media, you know, I know now technically you can direct message, you know, anybody, you know, from, I don't know. I'm trying Bruno Mars. You could DM, I guess, technically right, on Instagram. Right. I mean, I don't know. But that doesn't mean <laughs> that you should. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that, you know, social media is a wonderful space for networking. It really, really is. But there is an art and there is a way in which you have to network via social media. And again, that's a whole nother session podcast. But I am seeing a lot of people you know, direct messaging people inappropriately, just, you know, not, not even saying hello sometimes, like right, just right. here's my beats, check them out or follow or, you know, follow me or, you know, and, and it's like, you can't really be serious, right? Like that. Why, why, who are, who, I don't care who you are. That's yeah. just not the way to do that. Um, I think also um, branding yourself with social media because social media is just so, prevalent and so high right now and this is not just for independent artists i think that um mainstream artists really have to be careful with this because they've already got you know that commercial artist or that mainstream there is something that has already connected with a wide audience and so a mistake that can be made is that if your social media somehow brands you differently than the brand <laughs> that's right. already connected people that can be a huge, that's a PR like nightmare. Like, no, you know, we've got the brand of this. And if you're going out on your Snapchat or going out on Instagram and your stories and it's showing a very different picture, you know, not one that's enriching, but one that's de distracting, you know, you mm -hmm. can have a big nightmare on your hand. And I think that's what mainstream people have to be careful. I think developing artists the thing that we have to be careful with is understanding while we want to be real and honest and authentic and blah, 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 there has to be discretion and we, and there still has to be strategy. Um, because again, you know, social media can be such a beautiful and, and, um, profound, um, way to get people to, to connect with you. So I just see a lot of mistakes with that. I see a lot of, um, you know, you're, you're putting on one image as this is my music, but then the next image you're like dogging people out every minute, or you're, you know, you're always very pessimistic, but you've got this new song called joy. I mean, like, it's just, it gets, it gets kind of weird. <laughs> it gets, you know, it's like, well, who are you? What are we doing? And right, again, right. for your friends who know you, those people who know, know you, they can, they can differentiate those things. But again, as artists, and we're trying to use social media as a tool we're hoping that we're grabbing more people who don't know us personally and, you know, who are truly connecting because of our craft and because of an art, our art. And right. so when we start having those types of people to follow us, you know, we have to, we have to align our brand appropriately and we have to be consistent with whatever it is going to be. Okay. So I'm not saying yep. you should always be talking about joy. I mean, whatever your brand that you decide your brand be you just need to to you know watch that and then if you need a separate space to vent and to be a little bit more maybe not what necessarily goes with your brand then you need to think about maybe creating you know different pages or more privacy or you know certain other kind of ways 
that if you feel like you need to get it out. However, I don't think, you know, I'm just, this is just my opinion. This is not a tip, but my opinion is don't let social media be your diary. I just, I just think it's a very (laughs) dangerous space to, to be um, as an artist. I'm not saying that as, you know, but as an artist, it's a, it's, you gotta be careful with that. That's all. Yeah. Um, And if, if you have to do that, go as an alias and, and put a, uh, a horse head over your horse mask <laughs> over your head, you know, or be be like Daft Punk and put a, you know, a mouse yeah, thing over your yeah, head and, and say what yeah. you want to say. But yeah. you know, yeah, w- once you let, let everybody know who you are and then you, you're exposing yourself, uh, th- thoughts, feelings, emotions, and all, um, on a consistent basis in the public, um, it's, I mean, and I think people get this from reality shows. I think they mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. think that uh, because people find that entertaining, um, that you know you can become your own reality show and and entertain yep. the world. Um, yes, Lord Jesus. Yeah, it's yeah. it's real. I mean, they 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 screen those reality shows. They know that p- people are not going to want to see just anything. They want to see specific things. So, right. uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's complicated, you know, and, and honestly, like, you know, you can I've done even workshops on social media and, and particularly for artists because it is a it's a tricky it can be a really, really tricky space. It can cause you to become incredibly reclusive where you don't want to be interactive at all mm-hmm. or it can cause you to be over, you know, active yeah. too interactive, mm-hmm. you know, and so creating those boundaries and understanding those lines um, you know, it's tricky and it's, and it, it kind of depends on you and it depends on your brand and your artistry. Um, yes. my experience personally is, you know, I, I, I really do treat the majority of, and I wouldn't say all, but the majority of my social media really as a tool, I really do. Right, and I, right. I definitely, um, and not to say that things are contrived because I, you know, for me, my brand is pretty much it's it's easily aligned with who I am. And it, I don't even know if I even strategically did that. It's just kind of what felt most natural for me. But I do recognize that, you know, I'm a human being and I need to have moments of privacy and moments of, you know, discretion and moments of, you know, downtime and so forth. And I don't fear that, oh, Lord, the world won't know about Kenya if I don't post today you know I don't right, I mean right. I post pretty regularly because I've figured out a way to do that without driving myself crazy <laughs> it used to make <laughs> me crazy but I have figured that out and that took a lot of time and so I think you have to figure out a way how to keep your social media active because it is important but not to personalize it in a way where like I said it makes you become too much too high or too low right yeah overexposed yeah. yep yeah, that's uh, important, important points. I'm glad you, you got that one. Uh, my other one, it's a simple one. Um, it's just musicians and artists do not organize their files. Mm-hmm. And it sounds really uh, mechanical. It's not as, as exciting as a social media topic, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's it's still basic. Um, this, you know, it, it has a big impact on your your state of mind as an artist but also mm-hmm. the opportunities that come to you um right. if you can't find that track that someone needs like right away um then you know you may potentially lose a deal 
or if um you know you some someone infringed on your copyright but you can't find your copyright paper then right you know what what do you what do you have you know yeah so yeah uh, no it 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 is really important and i I, you know i admit i'm a i uh you know i'm i it it drives me a little crazy to have to keep up with so many files um and so I do think that you have to kind of, um, I put literally kind of things on my calendar, you know, reminders, mm-hmm. sit down and clear out, blah, 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 you know, or get mm-hmm. this, you know, and, you know, just so that you can, your readiness, I think that's probably the biggest part of it all is, you know, so that you're ready when opportunities come, right? Um, you know, when people you never know. And as an artist, I mean, you know, any moment somebody could just reach out. I mean, and yeah. be like, "Hey, I, I liked what I saw. Can you send? We want to play this, or there's this opportunity here. Can you just send us your press kit real quick? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it's it can come at any moment. So if you have that organized, it just makes your life so much so much easier. Yes, it does. You know, and if you want to plan spring cleaning, it's springtime. So go ahead. And yes, ho- it's a or- perfect time. Perfect time to do it. Um, as we're waiting for summer, although summer has kind of hit where I live. I mean, it yeah, just went from uh, 20 we didn't have spring. to 80. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> spring, spring, what? <laughs> oh, the birds are all confused. They're like, wait, I haven't built my nest. Wait a minute. I know, right? Yeah, no, they're all confused. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. We got yeah. 90s today, so. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Really? Yeah. Oh, boy. Wow. Okay. So, wow, is that? Did we have any was, more? I know I'm done with my list. Um, I think my math was correct. Uh, if yeah. y'all want to pull us up and comment, you only did nine, uh, but uh, I think we did. We're 10. sorry. <laughs> exactly. We really kind of did fifty, and we just kind of combined them and made it into right. ten or nine. So right. So I think it's ten. So yeah. Awesome. But uh, but yeah, this this was good. This was a lot of important stuff, and uh, yeah. I hope you all got a lot out of it. And, um, and and it helps to to put you just clarify a bunch of things and and you can review what you're doing and make sure that you're on on track and on the path. So, right. And the the biggest thing is, you know, I I'm really trying to help people stop placing. Don't go into the judgment zone. Like if you've done some of these things, or if you're, you know, maybe you can relate. Oh, I made that mistake before. I keep. I am currently making that. You know, I'm currently doing that. Right. Um, just again, it's not, it, it just me. it's just data. That means now we just have to come up with a way to do things differently. And so this is my kind of final little plug here is, you know, my, my company creating Crimson really, again, was intended. I learned so much through my mistakes and continue to learn because I continue to make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I really created this space so that artists, so we could sit down together and come up with strategies um, that work for you. So if you're interested, I always do free consultations um, with any coaching. I'm also a health coach, but any coach that I coaching, I do because I want first you to make sure you understand you know, what it is I do. And I I need to understand what it is you really need before we even, you know, I don't want to take money from people when it's like, Oh, this wasn't even what I really wanted. So, mm-hmm. um, so do a free consultation over the phone, real easy. It's usually no, you know, anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes. And if it sounds like, you know what? Yep. This would be, this is something that I need. Then that's when we go into, um, setting up your actual sessions and, um, 
you know, I have a lot of fun with my clients and what's really fun is because I go, I'm an artist as well. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's very, I'm not talking something that I just kind of read in a book or, you know, in a class it's, it's, it's through experiences. And then, you know, my, my passion also is, is helping and and coaching and, and that I did more formally um, educate myself. So I do have a master's in counseling. So I really, um, I, I, and even, I just want people to know that I still even have mentors and coaches. Yep. <laughs> so it's not just me like I'm the coach. Boom. No, 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 no. We work together. We partner. This right, is what right. it's about. It's about partnering. And I still get a lot of mentoring and, and help, um, from those who, you know, who have done so much more than me, um, and are able to educate me. So I'm kind of pass. It's like a pipeline, just mm-hmm. passing the information along. So just email info at creatingcrimson.com. All that good info is going to come at the end of our show, but don't be afraid to reach out. To and if, us. yeah. And if you're a DIY person, then, uh, get the book, <laughs> making yeah. money in the music biz, uh, com, And you can get the book from there. It's uh, it's really straightforward. It has a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about, and it's like a road roadmap. So yeah. Uh, and, and one final thing, because your book, I'm actually, and I, I meant to mention this, um, in Chicago, I'm doing an event called Finding Your Voice. It's a workshop for singers, and we're going to be talking about vocal health, vocal branding, music business, um, all of that's the vocal identity and one, and we're going to be doing, um, a raffle. And one of the things you can win is a Dr. Smith's book. That's actually wow. going to be one. of the, Yeah. So if you're in Chicago, it's only 10 bucks guys to sign up for it. You can just go to creatingcrimson.com and click our events and you can register for that. So it's on May 19th. And, um, so yep. If you know, we want you to go and, and buy the book as well, but you can also, have an opportunity to win an extra one. There you go. There you <laughs> at go. Our, at our upcoming event. Yep. And oh, I don't, and I, I don't think I mentioned this at the end, but uh, if you go to my site um, on the right side, there is an ad for a company that I've used before uh, that can get you up to $50,000 in business funding. So uh, if, and, it doesn't, I mean, your, your credit has to be, uh, I think probably above 600 or something like that, but, um, it's a really simple process. Uh, they get it pretty fast and, um, you know, it, it was really helpful for me and, uh, it's, you know, it's something that you might want to consider if you're really trying to grow your music business. Um, and it's, it's on the right side of, uh, on my website, making money in music com B I Z. And, uh, yeah, to just, just click on that link and it's, um, it could, could actually be the game changer for you. So, yes, no, use these resources, guys. Remember we said investment. Yep. (laughs) Invest. All right. Well, well, this was another fun one. So I guess we will, we will be celebrating an anniversary, I think on our next episode. The next episode. Yeah. Yeah. So please thank everybody for all that you're doing in terms of listening. Obviously, feel free to rate us on iTunes and um, give us a review. Let us know how we're doing and what you want to hear more of. All of that really wonderful stuff. The feedback is really helpful. So as we're marking our year, we're going to be trying to to push things to our next level in our podcast. So any kind of feedback and um, 
you know, anything you'd like to share with us, please do as we're trying to make things even more better. More, more better. More better. More better for, more better for you. <laughs> more better for you. <laughs> awesome. Uh, great, great. Well, thanks, Kenya. And thank thanks for listening. You. Cool. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening, and we hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. Please leave us a comment on our page. If you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at info at creatingcrimson.com or drwsmith at makingmoneyinthemusicbizbiz.com. If you would like to schedule a consultation session with Creating Crimson, you can fill out the contact form at the bottom of the website at creatingcrimson.com. If you would like registration services for your music project, you can visit makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com and go to the registration services page. Please fill out the contact form and we will get back with you promptly. If you are interested in advertising on our podcast, please send us an email at drwsmith at makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com.